announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. You are now listening to Lucha Outsider Show, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. At Lucha Outsiders, everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Lucha Congratulations. You played yourself. Lucha Outsider Show, I'm Leo. It's to me, Mario. Have no, no fear, the legend thriller is here. I am the heel that seals the deal, the villain that stays chilling, the anti-hero of the IWC, your boy, Mr. Rated R. And our third man on the broadcasting team, he is the analysis of the L-O-C. He is a straight shooter pew, 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 on Twitter. Pew, 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 and when it comes to wrestling, he pew, has a radar. Pew. It's not no! in the building. No! No! Why? <laughs> No! No! <sighs> have no fear. He's Wait. not here. <laughs> have no fear. He's not here. Hi, <laughs> uh, dear. No! No! Yeah, right. Listen, Ryan, Ryan had to take a powder. Okay. Yeah, pew, pew, pew. No, 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 pew, no, pew no, no. Shout outs to the, oh. you know our double Ryan Radar. He he unfortunately um he jinxed himself. That's what happened. That's what he said. <laughs> Last week we were we made the we made a joke ever since Ryan became a permanent part of the show and we loved Ryan to death. He's doing an amazing job on Twitter yes, and just an amazing job on this show. My phone blowing up. Go ahead. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, he jinxed himself. We talked about how the rotating third or fourth gimmick kind of died. It didn't die. It didn't die. And then he tells me this week, like, listen, uh, dude, uh, I got a prior engagement. I completely forgot about it. I can't do the show this week. And I was like, it's all right. Don't worry, Ryan. Take a powder. We'll regroup in two weeks. Don't worry about it. You're that, good. That's how it starts. That's <laughs> how it starts. This is hard. Speaking of starting the show, hold on. Give yeah, me a second. No, where? Okay, we're doing that one. Good. It's hashtag Rebel Time. Oh, I heard that one. What up to Chris Wren? Happy birthday, bro. And uh, Happy birthday, brother. What up to everybody there that's with us? Share the video. Let the people know that we are here. And if you guys see Ryan, share the video with him so he doesn't miss the show. Daddy. Leo, how are you, bro? I'm good, bro. I'm about to go knock out three kids. Uh, but other than that, we're good. Um, we're here. A lot of stuff been happening. I actually did not stay up for uh, for Friday's show. You know, oh, man, got to go to sleep early. It's okay, bro. Uh, but it. I've been catching up on things that are going on. It's very exciting. A couple little hints here and there that I'm pretty sure we'll talk about. There's some good. There's some bad. <sighs> there's some ugly. But nonetheless, it's, it's a very healthy world of professional wrestling. There's some meh. So, but. I love the logo. Uh, but <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But you know what? Okay, so what are we going to do here, guys? All right, Ryan's not here. No. But, you know, since he jinxed himself, I think we're going to bring back the rotating third gimmick. So, Leo, hit that music. Okay, making her three times, three times, three, three times appearance on the show and making her return. Devin Dolphy, turn your mic on. 
Hello. Yeah. You have to unmute, Devin. There you go. 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 We're here. Yes. Yes. Devin, welcome back to the show. How are you? It's been forever. Yes, it's been like a freaking year. I'm doing really good. I relocated to St. Petersburg, Florida. Nice. Right mm -hmm. across the street from Tropicana Field. <laughs> the, um, butt nice. the, the butt of the joke. <laughs> the butt of the joke in Lucha Outsider uh, show, Tropicana Field. <laughs> so, yeah, actually, the last like few months that they were in the Thunderdome, we would actually hear the shows going on right. from nice. our apartment, which was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, so I relocated out here and kind of did a career transition from doing makeup full time. Now I'm just doing it part time mm -hmm. um, and I'm doing social media marketing and public relations, um, which is kind of what I started in uh, way back in the day. Right. Uh, but then I discovered I just loved doing makeup. Um, but now in the, the state of things, you know, my father passed away of COVID. Last November, mm, so sucks. I've, I've just been to, trying to, uh, to be pops. very careful myself. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, so I decided to kind of take a step back from the forefront like that and and get back to my roots. So, so, so for the people that that actually that do remember you from previous episodes, because this is your three time, three time, three time appearance on the show. Three time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> have you completely like? deaded the makeup aspect of your life is that still a thing you know to kind of like uh you know uh fill in the people again because they remember you used to do makeup and stuff yeah of course so i do it part-time and what i mean by part-time is that um you know i, I used to kind of just say yes to everything every opportunity that came my way i i was there um, just because I love doing it, whether it was, you know, paying me $5,000 or 500 or 50, I was there. Right. Um, mm -hmm. but now I'm just being more selective about what I'm working on. Um, you know, I take more creative gigs that kind of just light my soul on fire more. <laughs> so, in, uh, um, so in other words, it's it, not that you didn't know your value before, but now you're like, listen, if you ain't paying up the money, I ain't doing it. <laughs> right, right. And I also do a lot of influencing gigs. Right, right. Um, so, you know, there's a whole bunch of products that I rep and, you know, I, I get paid doing that as well. And I also um, am still modeling. So a lot of the time um, I'll get asked to model. And then once I say I'm a makeup artist, I'll actually get hired for the entire gig doing makeup on other models and and whatnot. So that's that's pretty much what I'm working on these days. Well, that's cool. That's cool. It sounds like you're, you're you know, keeping busy, you know, especially yeah, kind of like what, you, what we started the show with. You know, it's been like a, a good year. I think the last time you was on the show, it was during like maybe the middle of the pandemic, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And I don't think you, you you didn't move yet to Florida. You were still in Arizona, correct? Yep. Yeah. So we only moved to Florida in March. Right, 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 right. right. Well, listen, now you could just wake up regular time with us and we don't have to wake you up like at six in the yeah. morning to do the show. <laughs> <laughs> Although I still got up at like seven thirty just to be prepared, because I'm OCD. <laughs> All right, so let's get you know let's get into why you're on the show and why you made the return. Let's talk about some wrestling. Um, the, the wrestling is going on. Yeah, a lot of wrestling ah, is going on. Okay. <laughs> so let's um let's talk about 
we're gonna start with WWE stuff this week, you know, because every every week we almost start with AEW, and you know, the peckerheads, the WWE loyalists, the diehards, the blowtorches that make excuses, they complain on how come we always shill for AEW. So let's start with WWE <laughs> now. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> let's start with WWE. So Brock Lesnar, he made his return this past Sunday. He did not show up on my, on Friday Night SmackDown at all. He didn't show up. They whatever. were all waiting for him. They, they didn't mention him. So it's rumored that he signed his his deal. It's like a year and a half, maybe two years, and it's an eight match deal. the The money that he's getting paid has not been disclosed at all. But it's starting to come out. The you know the 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 rumor mill is that this kind of was reactionary because of the CM Punk return. It looks like it was yeah. you know Fox was putting pressure on WWE to do something. Fox. It's been heavily reported that Fox are is not happy. That Punk went to AEW and that WWE had the opportunity to bring back Punk, and that didn't happen. You know, I think it is safe to say why we we know that didn't happen. You know, there's still bad blood between WWE and CM Punk, and I just think it, it wouldn't have worked out anyway. But it was a reactionary move. Brock Lesnar's back. He's gonna probably get paid a gazillion dollars to to just do eight matches in a year and a half or however. That's all he signed for eight matches. That's what they're saying, that's right? What, that's what the rumor is. Um, wow. So, so, Devin, how do you feel about Brock Lesnar returning? And how do you feel about, you know, the, the reaction to, you know, I guess Punk's return? Now they'll be like, oh, well, we got Lesnar. How do you feel about this return? Um. Well, first of all, I love Brock Lesnar. I actually yes! have a picture of Brock Lesnar signed. Oh, wow. That- in our bathroom, so every morning <laughs> in our bathroom. So I'm a huge Brock Lesnar fan, and actually, right right before this, um, I had been watching like a bunch of compilations of his on YouTube, like him fighting the shark. Have you guys? Oh, that was that. that remember that, Leo? You remember what? that old <laughs> SummerSlam like commercial, like back in the day? I want to say like maybe it was like oh three or oh four, where he's like f five in yep. a shark. F five in no, I'm gonna. You don't remember for, that? I'm looking for oh, it you right have, now. You have to YouTube it because it's incredible. Let's like, go. It's so bad. YouTube. It's incredible. He's f five in uh, a shark. Yeah. Yeah. Bruh. Like he goes into the ocean and fights a shark. <laughs> I can't believe Oh, that. my <laughs> God. Hold on. They, like, they he... definitely tried to have some fire bringing Goldberg back, and that didn't really, like... But it's Goldberg. So. Like... <laughs> uh, yeah, but he's not Brock Lesnar. Uh-huh. Hold on. I'm, you I'm... know, and with them bringing CM Punk to AEW, like, you're absolutely right. WWE had to... React something as equal and like when i'm watching wwe now i'm always like hmm they have more female referees now like you know now that like aubrey is is kind of like the queen ref yeah like the queen ref (laughs) i've noticed that there's there's a lot of similarities that you know have come into wwe now um i thought cm punk coming out like it was just perfect right you know it it was exactly what everybody wanted and i'm glad that they did that and didn't you know try to do something different um i'm excited to see him fight darby allen because darby allen is definitely one of my favorites and sting is like up there with roddy piper for me yeah sting's (laughs) awesome i love sting 
So I'm I'm excited to see that interaction and what they'll that. But yeah, I think Brock Lesnar coming back to the WWE right now is probably the most exciting thing going on over there. What about Becky Lynch? <laughs> we'll, we'll, get, we'll, talk, we'll, we'll talk about Becky, but yeah, the Brock Lesnar thing was definitely yeah. reactionary. There's no argument there. By, by the way, there's 68 million views on that video on uh, on YouTube, and it's going to be 68 and 1 because I have never seen this, uh, or, or I don't remember this. But yeah, he's uh, F5 and a shark. Ay, Dios mío. I have never seen this. I can't believe you never saw this. <laughs> I don't remember seeing this. <laughs> <laughs> he f five a shark. <laughs> Love the graphics, by the way. WWE, keep it up. All right. So how do you, Devin? How do you feel about Brock Lesnar's like Viking ponytail? I I like it. I think it looks cool. The onion top. <laughs> I- love it of course I you do love, <laughs> i love it like i love the beard like i love his whole look i think it's hot um i actually was watching on youtube they did a whole thing it was him he went into like a butcher mm-hmm. and he yeah. was like fucking taking apart these cows yes and shit. And right like, he had the ponytail and the beard <laughs> and it was just like Oh my God! Like this is—he's a Viking. Do Do you think Do you think he looks it. more intimidating now with the ponytail and the beard? Because to me, he looks more intimidating than he did before. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> he looks like he's on Game of Thrones. Yeah, he he looks like he'll just like he looks like he'll eat raw meat. <laughs> yeah, what? Well, there's the picture. Does. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, so it's, I think it's safe to say that we're all excited to see Brock, especially this version of Brock, because yeah. now. Brock's going to be a face, in theory, because we don't know yet. He didn't appear on SmackDown this week, so we don't know when he's going to appear again. But it seems to me, especially how he's uh, even interacting with the crowd, he seems to me that he's going to be a baby face. Well, who do you think they're going to put him with? Like, Roman Reigns? At, at some point. I, I speculated last week that if I was WWE, I would try to stretch this out as much as possible. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't make this match happen right away. If, if I could stretch it out to at least Survivor Series, I think it would be great. That's what I would do, but I'm not the one right. I'm not the one with the pen, so who knows what we'll get. Uh, speaking well, I mean, of, like, I love Miz and Mrs. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think it would be fucking hilarious to see him like take the Miz apart. Oh, Brock just destroying the Miz for no reason. I mean, that would be great. Why not, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be more entertaining than a lot of what's happening right now. <laughs> so, speaking of having the pen. I think we were. It, there was a. Uh, I guess you could say mixed reaction. A lot of people were like, "What the fuck?" When the the way Becky Lynch beat Bianca at SummerSlam, whatever. Um, before before we talk about what's rumored and what we got on Friday, Devin, you're a female. You love women's wrestling. How did you feel on how, what we got from between Becky and Bianca? Because the way I looked at, it, I'm like, yo, they did Bianca straight dirty. I'm like, they couldn't even give us a. Why can they couldn't give us a competitive match? Like, I, I just, I don't know. It kind of took me out of the show until we got. I think the women's three way. They kind of brought me back into the show because I was like, what the fuck? I couldn't get over the Bianca thing. I'm like, how, how do you do this to your champion? Like, how do you bury her? Like, in, what was it? Like a couple seconds? Thirty five seconds. Devin, how did you feel? Well, I think that the. You know, she's a baby face. They they did that to gain sympathy for her. Because mm-hmm. now it's like you want to see her get revenge right. on Becky Lynch, you know? Um, so I actually liked it. Okay. I was like, 
Fuck yeah, Becky's back. <laughs> we, needed, we needed somebody to just kick ass. You know, like, we have Charlotte. Right. But I'm sick of seeing her. Yeah, like that's the thing with Charlotte. One fourteen times. Like, right. Like, right. Give somebody else a shot, you know. Right. Um, but I like Becky as a heel. Mm-hmm. I like her better as a heel. I just think it it works. Um, and I I enjoyed her kicking Bianca's ass like that. I, I just now, like, I'm excited to see Bianca come back and like really give it to her. Like that's that's what the women's division needs. I right, so well, we're gonna talk about what we got on Friday. But like for me, the way I, I looked at it was like, man, how do you like all this work, all this momentum that Bianca's been having since the Royal Rumble till pretty much SummerSlam, all this work you gave to her just so you could try to get some heat on Becky and then fast forward to SmackDown. You know, Becky got a great pop. I mean, her attitude was still kind of the same attitude, but she was kind of being a little uh, little bit of a chicken shit heel at the same time. But the thing with Becky is she's like too cool to the point was like, how can you boo her? You know, like, but one thing, if there's like any silver lining here, and I, I don't know if you got to see this, Leo, is that even though I, I was very... Now, I was worried for Bianca because I love mm-hmm. Bianca a lot. And I'm like, man, you know, she's a great role model. Kids love her or whatever. And, you know, she's like a very lovable personality. That's what yeah. she has, right? So when she came out, I was already like, oh, come on. Like, why are you giving me the same shit? Like, Bianca should be upset. She should be angry or whatever. But what I did enjoy was when she did get into the ring, the crowd didn't turn on her. The crowd was no. still, like, behind no. Bianca, you know, giving her a great chant, giving her, giving her a great um, you know, like uh, crowd response. So I was like, okay, good. At least while I didn't agree how Bianca lost the championship, at least the crowd is responding to her. Like they didn't instantly turn on her, which is a good thing. Cause I was worried about that. I'm like, come on, man. Like you don't do this to Bianca. But uh, I think it's going to be a challenge for Becky. Um, I know somebody in our comments uh, was saying like, oh, well, do we have to like accept uh, Becky as a heel to be a good heel for her to be a good heel and I mean like it all depends who she's paired with like right now Bianca she's a baby face and she still has a lot of momentum going with her even despite the loss so it's going to be like an, whenever they deci- whenever they do have this match it's going to be like a back and forth chant like let's go Becky EST right and I'm using that as an example so you think it's going to go right down the middle Right, but then let's say if Becky is playing in a heel and she's feuding with someone like Liv Morgan, I'm sorry, people love Liv Morgan, but they're going to instantly turn on Liv and cheer for Becky. So it's like, that's, you know, you're kind of defeating the purpose of Becky being a heel. It's it's going to be a challenge yeah. for Becky because people love her. That's true, but I think if you put her with somebody like Rhea Ripley, you know, like, I feel like that's a match people would really want to see. Right. You know, right. Or you get her back with Charlotte. Like, you know, yeah, it would still be a struggle to to get that, you know, crowd react, like the heat on her. But I think that people really like it. Like, they like her as a heel. They mm-hmm. like that snarky thing. So, you know, yeah, she might still be getting, like, a baby face reaction. But I, I think... Whatever they do with her, it's going to be hard for her to really get over as a true heel. Right, right. No, I agree. It's going to, it's, I think it's going to be an uphill battle for Becky. But listen, at the end of the day, whether I like, like it or not, how she won the title, whatever, her, the, the last two, uh, appearances she's gotten a great response and she looks great she looks amazing and i'm a big oh becky God, fan I posted, 
on my Twitter, I think like this morning or last night, I'm like, it's not fair that she just had a baby and her stomach is that flat. <laughs> like that it's should not. be illegal. <laughs> you could even make the argument that she kind of looks better now after having the baby. Yeah, absolutely. She's like thicker, like more womanly. Yeah, she definitely. Uh, yeah. She definitely <laughs> looks. Good. Yeah, she looks. Uh, she looks good. No argument for me. No good argument morning. for me. Good morning. Yeah, she definitely looks good. Uh, all right. So do you do you think the whole Becky heel turn? So first of all, with the Becky heel heel turn, and I'm using quotations because I to me she's not fully heel yet. Apparently, it's her idea. Apparently, it's been her idea, and Vince kind of agreed on it. Do you think the success of Roman Reigns on his heel run? Do you think that plays a part on why Becky wants to be a heel now? If that if the rumors are indeed true. Well, before we go on, your screen turned completely white. Fix <laughs> it now. Go ahead, go ahead. All right, Leo. Go ahead. I'm Congratulations, <laughs> you played yourself. What the hell happened? Okay, go ahead. I look like a cookie, or like a like a pop tart. I look like a pop tart. Yeah, well, I have no idea. I'm fixing it. Go ahead. <laughs> so, so Devin, do you do you think like the success of Roman Reigns? Do you think that plays a part on why Becky wants to go in this direction? You know, that that's a really interesting. Uh, concept i i actually didn't think of that mm -hmm. oh no some, something else is happening you're good you're good we we hear okay. you as long as you can hear me okay, we're cool. good <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm restarting the the camera <laughs> okay um yeah I, I didn't even think of that but you know i think i don't think it actually had anything to do with roman reigns i think that she just was looking for a change in her character maybe you know, a challenge yeah, you know, um, I think that at, at a certain point, like, just like an actor or, you know, a musician, like, you, it's not that you get tired of doing the same thing, but you start to look for growth. Right. And I think that, you know, she was looking for, to add another dimension to, to her character, so to speak. Um, you know, and I think that uh, it's it's fun to be a heel. Oh, of course, of course, it's a, you, you know. know and it, it, I think that it it really like you could see that she loves being a heel, and mm -hmm. it's it's more of a pop for her, right? Um, so I think that that's more of what it's about. But um, you know, I personally do prefer Roman Reigns as a heel too. And and. I and and this is all speculation, right? Let, let's say Becky's like, man, you know, Roman's having the, the run of his career. Maybe I should go in this direction, too. I think it's two different scenarios between, like, Roman and Becky. Because, like, Becky was already beloved, you know, even yeah. when she wasn't when she wasn't the man yet. You know, like, yeah. people wanted to see Becky get her spot, get some shine or whatever. And for whatever reason, right. WWE created and never saw anything until they decided to try to make her heel. And... Her heel run, it was like the fans didn't want that. They wanted to boost Charlotte. They wanted to cheer Becky. In the case of Roman, we wanted Roman to turn heel for years, and they never gave it to us. It took a pandemic for finally getting heel Roman, and he's given us the best work of his entire life. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Agreed. And I love I love him with Paul Heyman. Mm -hmm. It's so good. <laughs> I have the shirt that says, I'm a Heyman girl. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I think we all have that the, the Heyman shirt. I think Leo has the, the Paul Heyman guy shirt. I have the Paul Heyman. Our guy Lucha Outsider Show shirt available on the Lucha <laughs> Shop. You can. <laughs> Leo, how do you feel about Leo? How do you feel about I guess Becky's potential heel run? Because I don't think we got the full turn yet. But do you think it's going to be an uphill battle for her? Uh, yeah, especially after, you know, everything that happened and, you know, where she had to like basically go and have a baby and, you know, that whole tender like, thing. Like, yeah, how can you, how can you boo like, like a new mom? Yeah. How can you? <laughs> like, oh, congratulations, boo, you suck. Right, exactly, right. <laughs> especially. Seth Rollins' child, though. <laughs> oh, I forgot. You got heat with Seth Rollins, too. <laughs> oh. Does he still look like he doesn't shower also? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. So we have. So it's been a year that we haven't we haven't talked about wrestling or whatever. So, how do you feel about like? Okay, Seth Rollins looks. We already know how do you feel about Seth Rollins. How do you feel about Edge though? I love Edge. Okay. I, he, okay. He's you know he's beloved. Like, right. How could you not like Edge? Right. 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 Like, Right. You know, if they, they tried to make him heal right now, like mm. it just it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't work because he is baby face. Even though he's a even though his heel work is fucking yeah. amazing, but yeah, it just wouldn't work now because he's so beloved. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And I think you know what? Going into Mania, if you guys remember, going into WrestleMania, they were kind of like blurring the lines a little bit with Edge. Where they were yeah. kind of trying to make him a tweener, and they try to make like Daniel Bryan like the full baby face, and then WrestleMania happens, and you were there. Edge mm-hmm. got you know in that match, you know Roman got a mix of booze, and Edge got a bigger pop pop than Daniel Bryan. Yep. Yeah, because he's Edge. <laughs> People were like waiting for him to come back. I feel like you know, and just his whole story, like how could you not? cheer for him you know it's, right. it's exciting and i think that a lot of wrestling fans are at that age when edge was big so right and come back it's like it's exciting all right leah we're gonna talk about uh something right now that you you've been you know you've been laughing before we even started the show you've been laughing privately about why do you know we're gonna talk about nxt <laughs> you talking about that awesome logo that we have well, before now? we oh, before we no, talk wait, shit about sorry, the logo before sorry. we get there but you can pull up the logo that's fine okay hey, display uh, uh, let's let's start love with love the logo let's start that. let's start with the positive end first oh that's positive no not that uh, uh. <laughs> so takeover 36 happened this past sunday and it was a really really gay, great show it gave us kind of <laughs> i hate you leo it was a good <laughs> Okay, sorry. Go ahead. There. It was such a great show. Got it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll take the logo away. So, oh my God. <laughs> it was a great show. It was a great show. And it gave you like old school takeover vibes. About time. So, Nick Khan, prior to takeover, he goes on. That's the bad con, right? Yeah, the, the other con. Okay. He was on this interview. I forget. Uh, was it um Ariel? Uh, what's his face? Ariel. I can't think of the dude's name. Ariel, um, what the fuck is this dude's name? I can't think of the dude's name. It's not Killer Khan. Go ahead. I know. So anyways, he gets, he does an interview and he talks about how the change of NXT, you're going to see it in the coming weeks. We're going to revamp the whole brand. The the brand is pretty much going to get like a a new makeover. There's going to be a new logo. And then he kind of says, we're going to, WWE is going to go in the direction where he's not going to, uh, they're not going to go in the direction of indie talent. And, yeah. you know, this past weekend for SummerSlam, they did like a, a tryout or whatever. 
and they had like 60 to 90 like different like talents like people trying out they're looking and, for more aesthetics than actual wrestling and they weren't even wrestlers i don't think none of them no. were they've gone in the ring before no but but that was the that was the whole idea from the get from uh, NXT and I, I think that was a selling point to Vince that's why he signed off on it where you know back in the day you had the power plant you know back in the day you had all these other different schools but now you can teach people the WWE way you know it worked out great with Cena you know with OVW it worked out great with Batista these guys were not coming from wrestling but I think uh us as fans, we liked this whole thing of NXT. Ariel Holani, I couldn't think there of his last go. name. That's the dude that was uh, that was interviewing Nikon. Okay, but at the at the end of the day, it's what Vince wants. You know, he doesn't understand these guys. He doesn't get the allure behind a carrying cross where now he's got him looking like an S and M guy. Um, he doesn't get it <laughs> at all. But what does happen is now they're actually going back to again what Vince McMahon wanted, which is take a guy who's seven foot five, six hundred pounds, and make him learn how to do a moonsault. So we had we got an old school type takeover on Sunday and we had a phenomenal match between Walter and Dragonoff and you know seventy five, I think what's his name gave it. The 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 whole the whole show was good. Uncle Dave. Samoa Joe which, listen, Samoa Joe's not a, a spring chicken. He's not, you know, I'm not saying that he's old, old, but I think he's close to 40. If he's not 40 already, I think 42 maybe. He's now the NXT world champion. So Nick Khan goes like, we're going to go into this different direction with young stars, et cetera, et cetera. But you put their world title on Samoa Joe, which I'm not against. I'm happy Joe's yeah. champion. But that's kind of like, I don't want to say hypocritical, but it's kind of like Joe's you, forty-two, by the way. It's it's kind of contradiction, <laughs> you know. It's kind of contradiction, like from what you said in that interview. So then you fast forward to NXT this past week, and we're get, getting teased with Pete Dunne, which I'm a fan of Pete Dunne. Uh, I'm a big fan of Pete Dunne, and I think a uh, Pete Dunne Samoa Joe feud, I think, will be phenomenal. So, what's the direction of NXT? Do you think there is? Do you think there even is going to be a change in NXT? What do you think? Devin, do you think there's going to be a change in NXT? Do you think there's going to be like, well, what, what do you think? I, mean, I, I definitely think aesthetically and, you know, they, they might bring in new talent. But I think that the whole reason for bringing Samoa Joe back to NXT was because he had a run, you know, on the bigger shows. And now that audience will come to NXT. Right. I mean, that um, that does make sense. Invested in, in NXT, you know, before, but if you're invested in Samoa Joe, you're going to follow where, where he goes. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I don't, I don't think that he's that old either, but I think that if they do pair him up with younger talent, right. he'll get them over. Yeah. So yeah. I yeah. Think that, that That's his purpose right now. Like he's the big guy. You know, he's won before in NXT, so let's slap the belts on him for now and then pair him up with guys like Pete Dunne, you know, and and have him, you know, fight for the title. Leo, how do you feel about Joe being the champ? I mean, you, you have to give it to him if you're really going to go with Karrion Cross on the main roster. Which, but oh my God, <laughs> can we can we just pivot real quick? This is the only thing we're going to mention about Monday Night Raw. <laughs> um, Listen, oh God, so what, I feel, you know what's, I don't know if you got in this vibe, Leo. 
I'm getting the vibe that right now, especially on the Raw side of things, not so much SmackDown and not so much NXT, but like when it comes to like the Raw side of things, I get like a very new generation vibe in the sense like everything's gimmicky. Yeah. Everything I, is gimmicky. They, for whatever I, reason, now Carry and Cross has like this SM shit where it's like a mixture of demolition and I don't know, like someone else. Like, what the fuck? It, it's, he, like a, it's like oh, when you order demolition on Wish. He kind of looks like, <laughs> he kind of looks like Relic from TNA back in the oh day. Oh my God. You remember Relic? <laughs> Oh my well, god, he's so bad. Like I, I, I don't know. They they got this goofy mask on him, and I know the but, WWE diehards and loyalists are gonna make excuses. Oh well, he's on Raw, but it's just like, why couldn't they keep the entrance with Scarlet and the and the you know the theatrics and stuff like why? that? Like that was dope. You know why? Why would they get rid of her too? I'll tell you why. Because it's not something that Vince McMahon came up with, so he doesn't get it. No! He doesn't understand no! what makes that no! entrance so good compared to what in his mind which i saw the funniest meme ever is like uh carrying cross coming out to the ring and then on the bottom has Vince McMahon laughing and he goes laughing at good shit <laughs> they he looks it sucks bro by the way i didn't, I didn't turn any other lights he on. looks um, like a, a creator wrestler now in a wwe exactly. video game it's like come up with the weirdest thing that you can come up. and it's not even like okay you can go a couple of colors in right like they pick the most generic red that you can find like Make it look like Kane without making it look like Kane. Like, all he needs is just some flames coming out of his tights, right? But that's the worst thing because, again, you're not going to have that connect. That whole entrance in NXT, that whole vibe that you had going on, right. is the same thing that we have with uh, Malachi Black. Where you had a really good entrance, you had something that was really good in NXT, now you bring it up to the main roster, and there's just a shadow of whatever it was. Why? Because Grandpa doesn't get it. That's why, and he doesn't care. You know, I know we, I know we, <laughs> yeah, I, I, know I, we I know Leo. I know we talked about this before, and and you know, Devin came back on today's show, so we haven't really conversated about. But like, I feel like Nick Khan is really just. I, I get that at the end of the day, Vince, from a creative standpoint, has the last say in everything, right? But man, I think Nick Khan, dude, I, I think this guy is just taking over that whole company, bro. But okay, but it goes back to what I was telling you the other day, uh, you know, even off the air, which by the way, I told my wife to go buy WWE stock. We're now proud owners of two stocks. Um, but <laughs> But this is what happens. Like, I've been watching wrestling more than I can remember, right? And it it goes back to this. They don't care what's on the screen. And I've been saying this for years. I think since we started the show here, right? They don't care what's on the screen. All they care about is their shareholders and what numbers they can show that show growth. So if you're telling me that your growth in India has gone up a thousand percent, your shareholders are going to like that. They don't care that nobody's watching SmackDown. They don't care that nobody's watching NXT. They don't care about that. But at the end of the day, we as fans, because that's why we're here, mm. that's why we take time on Sunday to speak, right? It bothers us because right. that's something that we grew up with. It, it's something that that we ha we are emotionally invested. Right. So the further we get down the line, this guy, Nick Khan, he's getting it ready to sell. He's making it look profitable. And you can throw a thousand things out there. That say no, Leo, you're wrong. I know I'm right. He's making it look profitable. So on paper, <laughs> black and white, we're we're in the green, not the red. Right. So buy WWE stock. That's all I gotta say. So <laughs> let's uh 
<laughs> Let's um go back to uh, NXT and you know you know uh, rest in, re- rest in, rest in peace, Karrion oh, Cross. Rest Sorry. in peace, Karrion Cross. I, I hope you know they should have the Undertaker just come back and like just go to the NXT guys, rest in peace, and walk out. Yeah, it's, uh, it's <laughs> nice. All right, but so this past week on NXT, I really enjoyed the show, and we got some teases with Samoa Joe. I think we're going to get a Pete Dunne feud, potentially a Tommaso Ciampa feud somewhere down the line. And I think this is good, man. I think um, I'm really excited for this Pete Dunne Samoa Joe match. Whenever we get it, I think it'll be I think it'll be great. I think um, kind of what Devin was saying before, you know, yeah. maybe elevate this these guys, these younger talents and kind of put them in, in another level. How do you how do you feel about a, a Dunne and a Samoa Joe match, Devin? I I think that it's great. Yeah, I would love to see that, and I think that you know what you just said, Tommaso Ciampa. I think that would be a great feud. Yeah, yeah. You know what they need to do, and I know they're revamping. Uh, like, like they're they're, they're going to do so many things, and we'll talk about the logo next. But, um, <laughs> sorry, they sorry. need my bi- my oh, biggest sorry. my biggest gripe with NXT has been the same thing that I've had a gripe with even prior to the pandemic is that they need to get the fuck out of Florida. Yeah, that same audience every single fucking week is hurting them. It's not. It's it's hurting the product. It really it's hurting the product. They need to they need to start traveling. They need to start, even if it's smaller venues. And I think that was an idea at one point. But now since they're kind of like revamping and you know remixing the whole brand, who knows if they're ever going to get out of Florida? Like think about it like this. Like why? Like it's different when it was in, in the pandemic era, like in the, the heart of the pandemic, when it was a necessity. All right, we're we're picking a place, we're gonna do tapings there, et cetera, et cetera. But where it made sense, right? Where, where it made sense. But now, you know, things are opening up. Yes, I know the numbers are still like you know what what they are, but you know, there's still places all over the country where you know you could still travel and do show shows, right? So I just don't get why NXT just stays in Florida. I really don't get it. What what they like? I saw NXT in phoenix i actually got to see alistair black and ricochet when they were still you know a tag team right and it, it's still one of my favorite shows that you i've see? seen live mm-hmm. you know it was exciting to see tomaso champa you know against alistair black or right i don't even remember what what the feud was but um you know i i completely agree with you I think that the energy would be different if they started getting out right. like these other shows are. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And you you totally see the difference with even Raw and SmackDown, like just the audience. Right. It's, it's everything to the show. Even and like with, even with great. Impact, they're, they're going to do uh, Bound for Glory in Vegas and then they're going to do a set of tapings there. And I think they're going to start traveling again too. So... You know, Ring of Honor, they're traveling. They're, they're doing the, shows. Let's not forget that all these wrestling, what it is, is a traveling circus. Right, right. That's what yeah. it is. It's a traveling circus. So you have to be out there in order for people to actually come out and look for you and actually be emotionally invested in your product. If independent wrestling, right, and I do put GCW like in a kind of a higher caliber when it comes to independent wrestling, but if they could travel to do shows, right, I don't see why... NXT that's backed by, you know... McMahon. By McMahon, <laughs> of all people. Why can't they travel? You know, or maybe maybe you do it like this. If, you, if it's like cost-cutting type measures, maybe you kind of do a set of four tapings in one venue, and then you do another set of four tapings in another venue, and you, you kind of do it like that, like kind of like what Impact does and Ring of Honor does yeah, and MLW you, does. But it. you said it, just like Impact does. 
Again, McMahon, if anything works outside of the world, McMahon doesn't want it. You think he wants women referees? No, but he knows that if he's really going to push to his shareholders, hey, women's revolution, this and that, uh, you know what I mean? Like, he needs to put that on screen. Do you think he really wants to have this Paul guy? I don't even know his fucking first name. Do you think he really wants to have him? He doesn't even know who that is. All right, Leo. That's a that's a pretty good transition. Let's I'm, talk about uh, let's talk about this logo, bro. <laughs> yeah, I love the logo. It's awesome. I think my daughter could actually come up with a better logo than that. I'll, I'll start with with you know uh, I did a post about the logo. It, it it's the design of the logo. It's not bad. That's not my gripe. Say the the outline is okay. It's the it's the color scheme. Like you could take that same outline, right, and take the colors and just make it. Variations of black, gray, and white. Or just make it black and yellow, which is the NXT colors. Like, was black and yellow or like in WWE land, black and gold, was that really that bad? Like, I just feel like they're trying too hard to kind of be like kind of hip, if that makes any sense. And <laughs> Okay. Back in my day. Um, it's not trying to be hip, right? And, and this is what, what I feel, right? They're trying to make it seem... And this is my first reaction to this logo, right? And, and and again, I have a weird mind of looking at things, but I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to make it seem like inclusive. Like anybody can come. You don't have to be a wrestler. And and I'm pretty sure like I'm looking at the at the one pager that they send out to their shareholders. Like, oh, NXT is being inclusive. Now we're going to bring in, you know, 500-pound wrestlers and and guys from football and this and that. So, but I think at the, at the end of the day, they, they've made so many changes to these logos that you don't even know what the NXT logo looks like from one day to the other. Because didn't they have the one with the with the eagle on it like two days ago? Didn't they have the one for TakeOver with the 35 on it or 36? Again, like pick a logo and stick with it. They have more changes in logos than I think you have with bandanas. <laughs> this is the truth, bro. You know, it's funny. I, I, I was thinking about wearing my... um. I have like this tie-dyed bandana, and I was kind of thinking about wearing it today just for the <laughs> NXT logo, but I decided to go with this uh, zebra print pink one. But Devin, what, is the logo a big deal to you? What do you think of the logo? Uh, what, what, what's you going on? Well, I'm being honest with you. I didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought that it was like a... Like a, a logo for takeover. <laughs> it's a damn shame. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just being honest. Like, if I'm being real with you, yeah, yeah. I had to catch up on NXT. Right. For this podcast. Mm-hmm. Because I don't watch it consistently. Well, a lot of like, people stop, to be honest with you. I'll a lot of people stop watching NXT. Yeah, like, like six months ago, I pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That seems about right. <laughs> Yeah, so I watched Takeover last night, and I watched a few like episodes back, right? So I could like, yeah, that's happening. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I really didn't notice the logo difference. Well, like, they... I, I thought I thought it was for Takeover. So this logo, they, if I'm not mistaken, I think this logo. Um, came out on like their socials, and then WWE ran a quick commercial, which Wale apparently is going to be on the new intro. Which, I, if there's any positive, I, I guess you know, hey, Wale is going to be doing the NXT intro, which I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. But when everybody saw this logo, it's like, okay, this is they're building this as I guess like yeah. the season premiere of NXT. So for like the next three weeks, we're still going to get like that old school 
you know, if we're gonna <laughs> funny how you call it old school and it's like two weeks ago, right? That old school <laughs> NXT feel with the old logo, whatever. Uh-huh. And then once they do these next round of tapings, which I believe is gonna happen in three so weeks. So now we're showing the people that the one that I was talking about, the one with the eagle. Right. That, that that's a like. that was a current logo, and there's been different variations of it, but for the most part, that's been the same logo for. Since uh, what is it, 2015? I think uh, since mm-hmm. NXT started for the for the most part when it became its own, you know, thing. And now we're we're kind of getting this uh, new <laughs> logo. I don't even know what to call it. I know some people. You know what's funny? Some people I saw online, which I mean, listen, as much as I crap on the WWE loyalists, you know, the the AEW diehards are just as bad too, right? So oh, they were like, oh look. Oh, they're copying uh, dynamite with the colors or whatever, and I'm like, it's not even the same thing. Dynamite, no, but not color, even the same thing. The colors are trends, and and it, it all depends really, on color who you're trying to like, yeah, get to. Yeah, because someone uses red and the other person yeah. uses red. What are you gonna say? They're copying? Come on, man. Like, again, so, to that, me, that's a reach. to me, this is for younger kids. Like that's what it is. That, it, it looks like <laughs> it looks like the the extra baggy clothes they used to wear at Nickelodeon when like when it first came out. A lot of people were saying Nickelodeon. <laughs> And you know what? I kind of got Nickelodeon vibes out of yeah. it too. Then we just need, and we're gonna. Oh, and, we need to put that on a shirt. And then we just need Braun Strowman to get hit with green slime again, and there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and pick a kid out of the audience and become NXT Tag Team Champions. Go ahead. <laughs> but you know what? And it, so there's been some stuff, good stuff on NXT. You know, we got a, a new member in Legado de Fantasma with uh, my girl uh, Carissa Rivera, now known as Electra Lopez. I think that's a great addition. I know some people were speculating that we might get. The first, uh, the first ever intergender war game. Some people speculated that because yes. we got two stables now with, with both of them to have women. That there's women in each group. I think that'll be a cool idea. I think they really need to, I guess, add more layers to this story because right now it just seems like they're they're just kind of having a street fight. They're like kind of feuding for no apparent reason. I mean, if they add more stories to it, I'll be you know I think uh, that'll be a pretty cool. Uh, feud uh, you know possibly ending at war games if we even get a war games because they they didn't even announce a takeover prior to the survivor series if you look at the list that they did for live events mm-hmm. there's no takeover announced for the night before survivor series so who knows if we're even gonna get a war games uh, that's not good uh, yeah especially when Nikon apparently revamping the whole thing but he's not revamping he's cleaning house yeah 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 clean. because uh, how many how many do we have a count how many people are signed to nxt right now just off the top of your head, 30, 40, 50, 60? No idea. 112, right? Something like that. Because during the pandemic, you had a new class coming in. And guess what? They're almost all week. fire now. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you had a new class coming in every single week. So now, yeah, half of these people are probably going to be gone. Half of these people are probably not even going to see the new logo. That's a great transition, Leo. You know that's why? Dude, Spe- that's why I'm here. Speaking of gone, Adam Cole's a free agent. Baby! No, sorry. Uh, let's start with Devin. Devin, how do you feel about Adam Cole in general? And where do you think he's going to end up? Do you think he's going to resign with WWE and get like a, a huge money deal? Or do you think he returns with his boys, the Bucks, Omega, Cody, the elite, his former elite brethren, his former Bullet Club brothers in AEW? What do you think, what do you think the future of Adam Cole is? Um, you know, truthfully, like, he doesn't really do anything for me. Like, you, I know... You know no! 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 I know. He's like, so good. How? <laughs> What's wrong with Adam Cole? Oh, he he yeah. definitely... I can tell you one thing. He definitely showers. Yeah. Okay? You can't say he doesn't shower. No, yes, he definitely showers. <laughs> <laughs> how do you rate your wrestlers on how they shower? 
Go ahead, go ahead. I don't know. There's like no, uh, for me, there's just like no spark with him. Like, I'm bored during his match. Wow. The disrespect on Adam Cole right now. I know. I know. People <laughs> love him. The disrespect but, um, on Adam Cole. <laughs> you know, I think, I think like we're, we're talking about people growing. I think that it would be a benefit for him to go to AEW. Right. I think that he would have more creative control. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he's the type of, of person in general who is, is craving that. Um, and even if he doesn't go to AEW, I, I don't, I don't see him staying with WWE. I think like he's, he's had his run there. Right. And, you know, I will be very surprised if he stays with WWE and, you know, I won't be surprised to find out that it's for a lot more money. Cause I mean, I think that he is one of the reasons people watch NXT. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I have, uh, and, and people might be surprised with, with what I'm about to say next, because, you know, I've been so high with AEW, and, you know, you could call me a show, whatever you it is you want to call it. But Smart. Whatever it is, but, you know, I kind of have mixed feelings when it comes to Adam Cole on what his future holds. Like, part of me, right, from, like, a, a long time, like, you know, following him from Ring of Honor, and then the stuff he did with, like, the kingdom over there, and... You know, him being becoming a part of the Bullet Club and everything he did with the Bucks and, and, and Kenny and then being the elite. Part of me is like, man, what a, you know, everything coming full circle. You know, his buddies over there in AEW, they started their own promotion, whatever. They 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 bet on themselves and they're getting so much success. And it's like, man, perfect story. Full circle. He comes back, he rejoins his friends or whatever. And you could finally get, like, for example, we finally, I know a lot of people have been craving for like an AJ Styles-Kenny Omega match. Mm-hmm. But guess what? We never really... Tied the knot, you know, I get it, because all the fucking peckerheads are going to be like, well, he got killed in being in the elite. No, I'm talking about, like, we never really got a result from the Kenny Omega-Adam Cole feud, right? Yeah. Like, who was really the, the alpha in the Bullet Club at the time? We never really got, like... You, you got hints of that. Right. You we, never actually got right. the so, answer. So if he goes to AEW, we could finally get that match, and which, you know, I feel like if, if we do get that match, if he goes to AEW... Meltzer's probably gonna explode in his pants and give it like a fucking ten star match, you know, seventy five stars. Right. So (laughs) from that aspect, it's like, man, how dope is it? Him reuniting with his buddies, and then on top of all that, his fucking girlfriend is over there too, Britt Baker. But then the other part of me is like, you know what? If there's anyone in the WWE or that wasn't WWE because right now he's a free agent that could break that um, stigma in the WWE where oh we only put the title on big guys, only big guys is stars. I think it's a guy like Adam Cole. Look at the success AJ Styles has had in the company, you know, finally winning that world title. You know, Daniel Bryan, too. He finally won that world title, whatever. And I feel like Adam Cole is part of that elite, no pun, that could break that barrier and become a world champion. And if WWE doesn't give this guy everything he wants and give him, like, a correct run, we get eventually a point where he becomes a world champion a la Shawn Michaels, I think it's a huge miss on WWE's part. But then again, it's Adam Cole's decision. So who knows if he's like, man, fuck this shit. I don't like the direction this company's going. Maybe I should just go with my buddies. Because at the end of the day, let's say if he goes to the WWE route, right? He gets like a a fucking huge money deal and things don't work out there. He fucking makes his money and then guess what? He's he's guaranteed a job in AEW. And he's still young. So I kind of have mixed feelings here. Um, Whatever... better than I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I, I like Adam Cole, and apparently you hate him. So, 
No, no, I don't hate him. Right, right. I, it's just the, the he does nothing for the, you. Yeah. So I kind of have mixed feelings when it comes to Adam Cole and what the decision he makes. Um, at the end of the day, I'm a big fan of his. And I just hope whatever he, he the decision, the route that he goes is the best one for him. And, you know, I wish him nothing but, you know, more success because I think he's just an amazing talent. Leo, Leo, what do you think about Adam Cole? What do you think he's going to go? What do you think he's going to do? What, what, what's your, uh, well, right what's now, your hunch? Right now, uh, he is the one holding all the cards. Oh, cards. Get it? Yeah, cards. Yeah, yeah, A-W. Yeah, 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 got all it. Out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all in. No, but, so, so he's holding all the cards because you have to understand, when you, when you sign the rookie deal, right, with the WWE, you're coming in, you need to prove yourself, you need to sell merch, you need to move the needle, you need to get people in the building, you need to hold the title, you need to do all this. By you now coming up for a renewal or becoming a free agent, you literally put what you want on that contract aside from creative control. But you're able to say, no, you know what? I want this much money. No, I want I want at least two title shots, which we both know, or three of us know, that in these deals, they could put stuff like that. Right. You know? They could put stuff like this. Like, hey, you know what? I'm pretty sure Brock Lesnar goes, hey, you know what? I don't want to take a bump. He doesn't have to. <laughs> you know? I'm not taking a bump from that guy. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like you, our truth Come work with me. No, but <laughs> at the end of the day, um, Adam Cole has to choose. Now, if you have him go to AEW, then it's just going to set off a trend where all ex-WWE guys go to AEW. So you're just adding more fuel to that fire, right? right. You don't want it to be, and again, I saw another meme this week, which showed WCW and AEW. You know, sign most of the WWE guys. Sign most of the WWE. But you guys. know what? I hate that stigma too. No, I know. Where it's like, oh, AEW's just signing all X X WWE guys. Do you look at the WWE roster? It's full of Ring of Honor, TNA, New Japan guys. Attitude. It's been like it's been like it's been like this Bro. forever since going back to God knows how long. Like, listen, when WWF back in WWF yeah, days, right? Go. They were taking they were yeah. taking people from the NWA, yeah. AWA. Like it's been, you know, it's been a thing going into the nineties. So, WCW, WWF going back and forth, ECW. Like there's there's always you're always gonna see no, no. talent I know. And from other I companies. Know. So this this idea and this stigma. And it's always the people that want to crap on AW. Because it's the same guy in the same group that keeps making these memes. And and I'm like, dude, really? Like get a life. You know what I mean? Yeah. But th but this is what happens. And again, if you don't learn from history you're bound to make the same mistake again again if you look at wwe right their whole attitude era it's all wcw guys the only two guys that the wwe actually made are the rock in china the rock in china the undertaker wcw stone cold wcw and you can keep going down the line farouk all these guys but what happens is this we're too nearsighted with wrestling and, and looking at Adam Cole, right? We're too nearsighted to say, oh, if he goes to AEW, this is what's going to happen, right? He has time. Right. He has time because, you know what? Yeah, his friends are over there. AEW is not going to flop overnight. They're not going to die overnight, okay? Listen, if Impact Wrestling is still a thing, AEW is not course. going anywhere. <laughs> of course, but, but this is the thing. By them opening up that forbidden door, right? right? If AEW is ever in trouble, right, quote-unquote, Dude, you make a big ass pay per view. You bring guys from NWA. You bring guys in from Impact. You, you bring guys in from New Japan. And you, and you just said it right there. It took a brand new company like yeah, AEW, of course, 
to create this like forbidden door, opening the forbidden door, if you will. To, but that was the thing. To work with all these different companies, which is something that we've talked about, like going back to All In. Hey, this is the first pay-per-view, which was a Ring of Honor produced pay-per-view. Yeah. So <laughs> Ring of Honor. Ring of Sorry. Honor gets a congratulations. <laughs> at the end of the day, that should have been Ring of Honor and the Elite presents Present. All In. Yeah. They, they're they schmucks for not but, even but doing okay, that. But, but. but you know what's happening, right? And, and <laughs> I'm going to date myself. But if you go back to the territory days, right? This is literally what was happening in the territory days, but without TV. Right. Right? So now what you're doing is you're actually, if you make this work, you're going to beat McMahon at his own game. Mm -hmm. What did McMahon do? He took this little cable TV thing that nobody wanted to put their money on and said, you know what? I'm going to start producing. I'm going to get the best guys around. I'm going to put them in my show, and I'm going to kill everybody. And that's what he did. But now... Again, it's a traveling circus. If you keep going to the same place in Tropicana Field, how many people are actually going to get up and walk across the street? I'm looking at you, Devin. I'm going to walk <laughs> across the street to go watch the show every Monday. You have and things we, to do. We were literally performing there, and we didn't go walk across the street. Yeah. To at least hear the fireworks. And stuff. <laughs> but you, you have to move yeah, the show. The right. <laughs> But you have to move the show. But again, long story short, Adam Cole, I think he has all the cards in his hand right now to tell the WWE, you know what? I want to stay in NXT. And he could. Right. But I, I think to further his career, I don't think he's going to want to stay in NXT. I think do you think he needs to further his career? I'm, I think I think Adam Cole has a chip on his shoulder and he wants to be like a Daniel Bryan, like an AJ Styles to win. If, if he decides to stay with the WWE, yeah. I think he's going to want to win that big one. He, he listen his his biggest like inspiration when it comes to a wrestling standpoint yeah. has been Shawn Michaels. I think he wants that moment. Every little guy that's not over six foot eight wants to be Shawn Michaels or Bret Hart. They want to be in the middle of that <laughs> ring with their hands taped with the white pants holding the belt. That's every guy under six foot eight. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And, 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 and you know what? I think Adam Cole could break, break if he decides to stay with WWE. I think he could break that. I, I think he's one of the very few that could break that, like an AJ, like a Daniel. But Ryan. get it in writing. It's just like, does he want to stay with the WWE? Like, would you want to move up to Raw or SmackDown? No. <laughs> like, I mean, the lines aren't cohesive. Nothing's continued. Like, especially what they're doing with the carrying cross, and he's a big guy. They fucking, they fucking, you know, yeah. they they gave him latex. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, this is a topic that I'm really excited to talk about, especially with Devin. Let's go. And that's these rumors, oh, no. and that's these rumors that Buddy Murphy now Buddy Matthews and Braun Strowman, which. I don't know how true it is. I read somewhere yesterday that he's going to go back to one of his uh, performing names prior to him signing to WWE, and I think one of his names was Titan. I don't know how true that is. But apparently, they're, they're rumored to show up in Impact Wrestling. And listen, me being, uh, you know, blunt that I am, I'm very excited for Buddy Murphy, Buddy Matthews, to go to Impact because I think that will be a great home for him. And that could be a, a future potential world champion in Impact Wrestling. Yeah. As for Braun, not say. Listen, I'm just is saying. It, is it Braun? Braun. I gotta be honest here. The last two years, WWE has not given me a reason to give a shit about Braun. That's why when I read the rumor, I'm like, oh, I guess that's good for Impact. But <laughs> that's cool. unless unless I see something, right? It, it, you know, it's like whatever. It's kind of like let let's wait and see, right? Yeah. Devin no. wanted to cut my head off. 
Devin wanted to cut my head off when I made that comment. He's like, how dare you? How dare you disrespect Ron Strowman? But, but, but Devin, how do you feel about these rumors? How do you feel about these rumors about Devin? I mean, about, uh, how do you feel these rumors, Devin, about Braun Strowman and Buddy Murphy going to Impact, if it's true? Um, so I have seen those rumors circulating as well. And I think part of that for Braun Strowman is that he's been, like, in his hashtags saying, make an impact. Type mm. So I think that people are assuming he's going to impact because right now like they're both free agents and it doesn't look like Braun Strowman's been doing much wrestling. <laughs> it seems like all he does is barbecue and work out. Right. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, it, it's just this big question mark. And I think that people are looking for an answer because it was just abrupt how they were let go especially Braun Strowman right. because he was making so much money. That you know, and, and they, had him, they had him in the mix a lot. But his last match. Anything, no pun intended, impactful with him. This last so, match was really good too. I, I forgot. Was it, um, was it WrestleMania Backlash? Um, I think he had a three-way. It was him, Drew, and Bobby. Yes. And and that match was really good. And I, I remember even going on the show like the following week saying, like, listen, this is the best I've seen Braun in a long time because they haven't done shit with Braun in the last two yeah. years. Well, and I was I really loved the WrestleMania match. Right, with him and Shane. Chris, with him and Shane. The cage. I was like, oh my God, I love him. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like the big guys like Brock, Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman. But um yeah, I, I think that that would be a great match for both of them. I mm -hmm. think that they could really show what Braun Strowman is really about. And yep. I think that it's a perfect match for Buddy Murphy. Also, Braun Strowman, he's really tight with the Good Brothers, um, Doc Owls and Carl Anderson. So oh, may really? Yeah, he's tight with them. So I, I'm, I'm sure like that's another reason. Like, Because uh, listen, Doc and Carl... like. They're, they're carny fucks, right? So he's probably they're probably talking to all their boys, right? Saying you know that are you know that that got released or whatever. Like, bro, listen, I know AEW is always an option, but like, listen, Impact, you get paid too. But hear me out. Hear me out. Impact, you get paid. And listen, um, I know people crap on Impact at times because it's kind of hard to find at times if you don't have access TV or you don't have other avenues to watch the show. But listen, to me, their show has been consistent since 2018. Um, I think Scott Demore now, because Don Callis is kind of uh he stepped down from a uh you know like a, a VP role now, and I think he's just now like a on air role when it comes to Impact, and obviously he does stuff with AEW. But listen, Scott Demore, he has a great team over there. They're doing a great job with the product. You know, Tommy Dreamer's involved with with some of the backstage stuff over there. So, in my opinion, I think Impact is really a great watch. It's a very easy to watch. It doesn't it doesn't. Uh, it's not like Raw where you're like, what the fuck am I watching? It's not a drag. Impact, you know, it, it, you know, you get your matches, you get your stories, and it, it's a great product. I, I like watching Impact Wrestling. Um, you know, like I said, it's kind of hard to watch sometimes unless you have, like, whether you watch it on Twitch or watch, like, their YouTube stuff or whatever it is. But uh, no, not, 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 not as bad as Ring of Honor. I think it's easier than the Ring of Honor, watching Ring of Honor. But uh, I think, you know what, for, for someone like Braun and especially Buddy Murphy, why not go to Impact? I know everybody's like, oh, when somebody gets released, oh, they should go to AEW. AEW, yeah. But, you know, if I, if I got to be honest here, 
you know, AEW, especially with the rumors coming out that more talent is coming, like, how much talent can you put in AEW? They have a two-hour show on Dynamite, right, which is Wednesdays. You have the one-hour show Rampage now. Then you have, like, the the, the AEW Darks on YouTube. It was like, how much more? Right, like, how many? How much more talent can you have? You know, like... Well, not only that, but, you know, they have Being the Elite. Yeah. And then everybody else has their own channels, too, where you're still getting wrestling on those shows as well. You know, so it's, it's a lot of content. And even though I'm a huge fan, it's like, it does get overwhelming. And then I'm like, oh, wait, did that happen on Dark or did that happen on Rampage? Like, where am I? <laughs> yeah 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 it's a it's a lot it's a lot and listen as much as i love aew and they got a huge get with cm punk and we we have uh if the rumors are true we're gonna get another big get at all out listen they can't hire everyone i'm sorry like as much as i love aew like you, you can't hire everyone and not focus on the talent that you kind of grew in aew so right. I, I think a guy like braun Strowman and especially buddy murphy why not make impact your home i, I think that'll be a great uh, spot why for not bring that to impact yeah like, yeah like yeah that it might give people more of an incentive mm -hmm. to say hey like i need to find impact now yeah because yep. my fan is on it you know what i mean mm -hmm. so yeah yeah i agree with you all right. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, more free agency, uh, Ruby Riot now is Ruby Soho. I'm a big fan of Ruby, and I think WWE did her dirty, not using her to uh, her full potential. I don't think we saw that in WWE, even though she's a great worker. Uh, she's been putting out these teasers on her Instagram and her social media. Uh, Looking the, like a badass. I know. She's right. such a fucking star, and she's fucking gorgeous. I love, I love her. Um, listen, uh, I said it. When she first got released, me and uh, our double Ryan Radar, we did a, a special on these releases when it happened the day of. I remember late on that night, we, we did a, a quick podcast about it. And I said, listen, Ruby Riot at the time, she was still Ruby Riot. She's going to be that Joker in, at this uh, Women's Battle Royal at All Out. And I still stand by that. I think she's going to be that Joker card. And I think she's going to be All Elite. Uh, Devin, what do you think about that? I would love to see her in All Elite. I think... You know, honestly, I think that the WWE women's division still is my favorite. Mm -hmm. You know, I mm -hmm. like some of the AEW women, but I think that she she would just be perfect. She yes. is all yes. elite. You know, she's, she's a badass, and I think that she could bring that fire to the women's division, you know, of course we have Britt Baker mm -hmm. and there's others, but um, I really think that she'll give it that pop that it needs. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Ruby Ryan, she Ruby Riot, Ruby Soho, she's a talent. Um, her being that Joker and card. Soho, that's like one of the best rancid songs ever. Yeah, so yeah, love that. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Ruby showing up as a Joker, she's gonna get a fucking huge pop at Chicago. Yeah. And uh, kind of going to what you were saying about the women's division in AEW, they, while I don't think it's bad, I think they're in a better place now compared to what they were a couple months ago, a year ago. There's still work to do, and I really want to see that forbidden door in the women's division start crossing brands. Listen, we just got a, a really amazing show. I, I didn't watch it, but I probably will watch it later today. Uh, NWA did the Empowered uh, pay-per-view yesterday where you had women from AEW, you had women from Impact, you had women from the NWA, and then independent women. 
that you know they kind of put their own all women's pay per view uh, yesterday. I kind of want to see now that cross branding with AEW and Impact. Like, give me Deanna and Britt Baker. Give me uh, some AEW women that are not getting fully utilized. Hey, have them pop in at Impact. Have some of the other women in Impact Wrestling pop up in AEW. I, I think we should see more of that. You know, since the Forbidden Door is like wide open with all these different promotions, why not? Let's see more of the women. I think we should see that, especially more on AEW TV. I think that's something we need to see. Okay. And well, they saw Thunder Rosa, you know, and hmm. like they haven't really done a lot with her yet. Which is which is crazy. They did more with Thunder Rosa when she wasn't signed with AEW. Now that she's signed, I think we've seen her like what, like uh, three she, times. <laughs> yeah, we haven't really seen her do yeah, much. Like three times. Yeah, which uh, which is um, it's it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird because um, Thunder Rosa, she could be the face of the division, you know. Especially being like that, uh, you know, like when it comes to like uh, a super villain, a superhero, you know, like Batman and Joker, right? That that's Britt Baker. That's that's your Batman right there with Thunder Rosa. I think you know they they could you know reunite that feud um somewhere down the line. Like they they push like uh like Red Velvet, and honestly, like. I don't feel like she's ready to be on Dynamite. Yeah. I think she's still very green. Especially like, with that moonsault that, that she that she botched, I think it was like a week ago. Yeah. She knocked herself out. <laughs> you played show, yourself. The show on YouTube. Yeah. Where they show all the Botchamania. She's like, mm-hmm. on it so much. She has a lot of potential, but like you said, she's very she's still green. She still has a lot to work to do, but she has potential. She has a lot of potential. You know, but I would rather see Thunder Rosa. Right, right, right. All right. Speaking of uh, more on free agency and like rumors or whatever. Listen, we're we're a week removed now with CM Punk returning. Uh, the crowd in Milwaukee gave uh, uh, CM Punk an amazing reaction. Also, not as loud as Chicago. Chicago was just next level, but it was a great reaction to the point where when Tony Schiavone was in, trying to interview CM Punk. CM Punk's like, I can't hear you. And that was like a big, <laughs> that was a big pop from the crowd. And you could tell like CM Punk is still like in his feels every time he comes out, like kind of resemble a, kind of reminds me when Edge first returned, getting that reaction too from the crowd. Um, But listen, CM Punk has been given some teases of his own. Mm-hmm. So before you're going to have to wait. So we, what we got was um before we get to that, some people on, on social media have noticed, you know, with uh, taking pictures of his sneakers. So when he first, uh, when, when he made his return in Chicago, I believe his sneakers said BW. And now this past No, the week, other way. Oh, was it the other way? The other way. Was AC it AC? Okay, so the first one was AC, right? You know, you could speculate that means Adam Cole. I don't think he's talking about air conditioning. I no. think he's talking about Adam Cole. And then... Um, or Alberto Cabrera. I don't know. Who that no, is. no, 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 not that one. And then um, this week on Dynamite, his sneaker said BW Bray Wyatt. Unless that means something else that we don't know about. So I think there's teases of you know he's teasing. Maybe he's trolling the audience. I don't know. But what he did tease also on his interview this past week was um, when CM, P- CM Punk was talking about like his match with Darby Allen. He wants to challenge himself. He wants to know if CM Punk still has it. And the crowd broke down, broke out a yes chant. He decided to get on the mic and say, listen, that's someone else's shtick. You guys need to be a little bit more patient, which that was a big pop from the crowd. Mm-hmm. A la Brian Danielson. Yeah, it was, yeah. you know, it's yeah, been yeah. it's been speculated that Brian Dan- Danielson is supposed to be making his debut at the Queen show at Archer oh, oh, Stadium. But oh, now. Oh, oh, 
I it, read that too. It looks like he's gonna get moved up, and Why, now Mario? it might happen out loud. Why Mario? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Listen, this you show is so mad. Listen, this show is still gonna it. happen. <laughs> this show is still gonna happen. I just think people there might not it might not be at full capacity, but I think this show is still gonna happen. Uh. So where do we want to go from here? Do we want to start with Daniel Bryan first, Bryan Danielson, or do we want to talk about like, you know, his sneakers? You know, the rumored names on his sneakers. Let, where, where do you want to go here, uh, Devin? Who do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about Daniel Bryan. Bryan Danielson. How do you feel about Bryan Danielson? Speculated being all elite. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to see, you know, more creative control from him. I'm a huge fan, and. I'm I'm excited to see what direction they'll go with him. Right. Like, is he gonna be a cult leader? Because <laughs> you know, like, that's just what I see his whole embodiment as, and that's kind of a theme um in AEW is like these, you know, cultish kind of groups that they have going on. Um, so I'm I'm super excited to see where where he'll go. So I, I, one thing that we realized on the show today is that you're not a fan of Adam Cole, <laughs> okay? Um, but CM Punk also teased it. Do you think he's just playing with the audience? Do you think he's just kind of like trolling the audience by having AC on his sneakers? I think he could be. Right. You know, I think that that's his personality. That's something CM um, Punk would do, right? <laughs> totally, you know, and, and I think he likes to leave people wondering. Um. So, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see if that rumor's true or he's just messing with us. <laughs> Leo, what do you think about all this? What do you think about Bray Wyatt? What do you think about Daniel Bryan? What do you think about Adam Cole? What What's right now, what's standing out to you? And and I guess you could bring up the whole Queen speculation, too, since you, you're you laughing about it. Oh, no, it. forget Queens. Uh, no, because, you know, you were saying, like, oh, they better not mess up my birthday. They messed up your birthday, bro. Uh, no! Those COVID people. No, but... <laughs> no! For the record, no! for the record, the show's not canceled. But I did read an interesting tidbit yesterday mm -hmm. about this Queen show that is still on. It's not canceled. But I read that you have to show proof of a vaccination card to get into this building. It's New York. Luckily for me, I have my vaccination card. <laughs> so I'm going to be there. You got your pew pew shot. Yes, I did get my shot. <laughs> I did get my shot. Um, So this is... Oh, no, 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 that one, that one, that one. that's a different shot. You're gonna I, need something different, Leo. Um, what, what, what do you think about this whole, all this? Um, what they're doing, with Malachi Black, what they're doing now, uh, giving him the freedom to show what his Amazing. character wants. Amazing. Okay, what he's doing now. Transfer that over to Bray Wyatt. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm gonna say about that. Adam Cole, you could speculate it, but what CM Punk is doing is smart. He has people talking about him mm -hmm. when he's not on TV. Right. He has people speaking about him when he's not on the show. It, if we take 15 minutes of our show today to speculate initials on his sneakers, he's doing his job. Right. Especially CM Punk. Yeah. Even before yeah. He, he returned, everybody was talking about CM Punk. Oh, is he going to return? Is he going to return at the Chicago show? Still a week removed. Everybody's still talking about CM Punk. Yeah. So why not him tease these debuts like yeah. Brian Danielson, like Bray Wyatt, like Adam Cole. Of course. And even if they don't happen. Right. Again, if if you think that whatever he writes on his sneakers is going to come true, then you haven't been following him on Twitter for the past 15 years. Right. 
right? Right. There's so much things that he drops on Twitter, hint here, hint there. The whole time when he took the belt from Cena, mm-hmm. Twitter was his outlet. Right. He wasn't on TV. Like again, Twitter was his outlet. But again, not everything that he writes on there is going to happen. He is half trolling us and half just messing with our heads, and we're talking about him. So he's making it work. <clears throat> Brian Danielson. By if the he, way, there was a picture of him. He's already got the ponytail going on. So just if he if he does show up at All Out, which Nat, they apparently they moved up his uh, debut. Why Mario? Because of the COVID <laughs> situation. Thanks for rubbing it in, Leo. You're you're a great friend. Actually, I'm not laughing about the COVID thing. I'm laughing about the la stupid puta madre que te parió. Who Hijo de la remil puta. Who still don't take care of themselves. And this is why you called it. You know, you have the magic eight ball. So I still love it, It's bro. the peckerheads that don't shower, that are anti-vax, that don't wear a mask, that the don't wear slide, deodorant, <laughs> the one, that never gotten laid before. It's the peckerheads like that. Is the one that slide into it's Devin's a, DM. It's the, it's, the people that, <laughs> it's the people that slide into to Devin's DMs, that say appropriate stuff to her and Probably send her unsolicited pictures and stuff, people like that. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And now you guys are ruining my birthday. And it's probably some of the sorry. people that listen to the show. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Dale. Um, you know what? If if Brian is speculated to to show up at all out, right? And if it does happen this way, right? This is how I would do it. And you let me know if this grabs your attention or not. Dale. I think if you're gonna close out. The main, the the all out show. You got to close it out with Darby on CM Punk. As much as Christian and Kenny Omega's for the world title, it's CM Punk's return match. You got to close it out with that. Yeah. CM Punk wins. After the match, you hear the final countdown. Daniel Bryan just shows up in the entrance, and he just stares down with CM Punk, and that's how you end the show. I think that that's so no physicality. No, you just end the show like that. They're both staring at each other because. Like I've been saying, CM Punk and Daniel Bryan, they're like the Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels of, of their generation, right? Mm-hmm. Then that's the lead into Dynamite that Wednesday. What is Daniel Bryan going to say? What is Daniel Bryan? What is he doing in All Elite Wrestling? Why is he there? Exactly. I think that's how you close out the show. I mean, that's my idea. That's my idea. Uh, Devin, do you, do you have a better idea? How would you debut Daniel Bryan? That is a good question. I don't now I'm like into what you just said. Like I think a stare down is enough. Right. You know, Leo? Like, he doesn't need to come yeah, in yeah. and like kick anybody's ass yet. Mm-hmm. I think you you guys are both right. Like we need to know the why. Right. We need to know like whoa. <laughs> um we need to know like, you know, what what his purpose is. Yeah. In yeah. Yeah. AEW. So I think. is that the only like reveal that you have that day? Like you have no no other surprises on that day? Well, you if if Ruby Soho shows up as a Joker, that's another yeah. surprise. Okay, because because well, what I'm thinking is okay, you it's it's your biggest show, is your WrestleMania, if you will. You need to do something to have people talking about it after you go off the air. I think that Daniel Bryan is good, but I yeah. think you can't just put Daniel Bryan and CM Punk and go against each other. Because then that takes away from everything that Punk said on his first promo. Hey, I'm here to put over guys like Jungle Boy. I'm here to put over guys like Darby Allen. And you're gonna have him fight uh, Daniel Bryan. Well, we you don't necessarily have to have them have a feud, but like mm-hmm. kind of going back to what CM Punk said, he's here yeah. to CM Punk's here to face off all these talent. Let's say CM Punk 
Darby Allen put like a five star classic or whatever, and then CM Punk goes over and he kind of greets uh, Darby Allen. He shakes his hand, he raises his hand or whatever, mm-hmm. like killer match or whatever, and then you get a countdown. What if they do a tag team, like Daniel Bryan and CM Punk against Sting and uh, Darby Allen? I mean, you could get that too somewhere down the line, but they got to tell that story though. They have to tell that story. No, but I mean, you have time to tell it if you if you have them. This is the way I think you could do it, right? You have them face off. You have people speculate that they're going to fight each other. Then on that Wednesday, you have them both come out, and Daniel Bryan says to CM Punk, hey, I like what you said, and I want to have a crack at this Darby Allen kid. Well, we first have to get like the actual like Dar- Darby. We first have to get the Bryan Danielson kind of like single moment in the ring, kind of like Punk got. Like we need to mm-hmm. get that greet. Okay. We need to get that greeting wow. from that Brian Danielson. Meet and greet. <laughs> right. We need to get that Brian Danielson greeting, kind of like what we got from Punk at Rampage okay. before we start telling stories here. Okay. Okay. And okay. I think that Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson, like you know, the whole yes movement, like he's too big with the crowd. Yeah. For him not to have that moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? He and needs I that don't moment. Know, you're right. Like, I don't see him even needing to speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially leading into Dynamite or whatever. All you need to have is face off. He needs to, he doesn't even have to look angry. He could just have a smirk on his face staring down yeah. Punk and, and Darby Allen, and that's how you end the show. And it leaves you in question like, holy shit. One, Brian is an AEW. And two, what's his purpose here? What is he going to do here? So. Right. Regardless what you do with Brian, um, listen, Brian's a very creative dude. He wants to fucking do creative in WWE, and they fucking dropped the ball on that. So who knows? Who knows you, what you we're going to get? The, the yes movement again? I mean, you can't trademark <laughs> yes. Maybe it called be like the yes community or something. I don't oh know. My God. <laughs> Maybe they'll come up with something. They'll come up with something. They'll come up with something. The yes community. Oh, my God. So going back to All Out, going back to All Out, um, they have a really stacked card. And one of the matches that we got announced this past the Rampage, Young Bucks, Lucha Brothers 3, this time in a steel cage. Going, you know, rewinding back two years ago, we got that amazing ladder match, uh, Escalera de la Muerte, I think the match was built. Very good on that Spanish. Yeah, I'm I'm trying, I'm trying. Dale, Mr. 305, dale. Um... (laughs) And now we're getting this match in a cage, and I'm very curious to what we're going to get. And, dude, this is another match of the year contender. Uh, it, it, the match hasn't even happened yet. Great we- build. Yes. Because you weren't sure where they were going to go with it. Again, the Young Bucks didn't just come out to see them. They came out to see every other tag team. Yeah, and Jurassic Express, the Lucha Brothers. Yes. And then you had the great payoff where you didn't know where they were going with it. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, Penta and Phoenix are there. They wouldn't do it again. Maybe they would do it again. And now they're doing it again. You know what? I'm surprised. And listen, AEW's still very early. You know, it's only, what, like two, two and a half years in. I'm surprised. It's already two and a half years in? Yeah, they started in 2018. Nice. There you go, Vince. Wow. You thought they were going to die in six months. Late late 2018 was all in. And then 2019, they announced the actual company. Nice. I'm surprised AEW hasn't capitalized on, like, their own version of a tag team TLC match yet. And especially with all the teams they got, like FTR, like uh, LAX, you know, Ortiz and Santana, like Jurassic Express, obviously the Young Bucks and Lucha Brothers, I'm surprised we haven't gotten, like, this multi-tag ladder match yet. As much as I'm cool with this steel cage match between the Lucha Brothers and Young Bucks, because we know what kind of match we're going to get. They're fucking, you know, they have great chemistry with each other. 
I'm surprised AEW hasn't capitalized on, you know, having their own version of a TLC match. I'm, you know, I don't know when we'll get it, but man, they got so many great teams here. I hope sooner rather than later we get that type of match. Yeah, and and you probably will, but again, you want to try not to look like you're copying the WWE, right? When you're being a trendsetter, right? Right? You just focus on what you're doing and you do what you think it's right. And then again, going back to the female referee, mm-hmm. they started mm-hmm. that. They went with it. They looked ahead. They, you know, they kept going. They gave her a figure. So now the WWE is doing it again. And, and it shows you that you are setting the trend when other people copy you. So I think what they probably will do is something different than just a regular mm-hmm. tag team TLC match. You know, they'll probably do like two cages or something like that. I don't know. So we'll see. Devin? Devin, does it does it interest you of getting like I guess a tag team ladder match, kind of like what we saw in TLC back in the day, or whatever, like an AW? Because they have so many great teams. I'm surprised they haven't oh, done absolutely. that yet. I think that they have like the best tag team division, you know, in in any of the promotions. Right. Um, I, I think it would be really cool to see that. And mm-hmm. you're right. I'm I'm surprised they haven't done something like that yet. Right. But I also see with Leo, it's gonna be something different. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. just don't I can't foresee what that is yet. Right. You know, did the two cages when they did the pinnacle Yeah, their war games, blood and guts. Yeah. So like I don't I don't know if it'll necessarily be that, but I do agree like it'll be something that it's like Huh. Mm-hmm. This has not been done before. Yeah. I, if, I think if there's going to be any company that does a little different remix, a version of something, it'll be AEW. Or like oh. an old to like, you know, the past. Right, 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 right. Is very big on that too. Right, right. All right. If Ryan was on the show right now, he would laugh because how we're going to end the show is with Ring of Honor. <laughs> <laughs> Nebraska. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, would, Ryan would crack up and like, oh, Jesus Christ. Are we really going to talk about Ring of Honor? Like, <laughs> hey, That's what he would say. Um, Nebraska, baby. I'm probably going to check out a little bit. No, no, no. So. This actually going to interest you. This will interest you. Okay. And you'll have an opinion okay. on it. All right. Because I know, I know it's very hard to watch yeah. Ring of Honor, especially that 3M Nebraska feed. But... They sent out an interesting tweet yesterday, They're right? Doing my boys dirty, man. I know. <sighs> Ring of Honor, Death Before Dishonor, their pay per view is going to actually happen in Philadelphia, 2300 oh, Arena. I saw that. And yours truly, it's actually going to be there. Oh, you're going to be there? Yeah. Shout yes. outs to uh, oh, cool. shout outs to Keith. He got me a ticket. So uh, let's have the yes community. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they sent out an interesting yes tweet. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. Listen, it'll be something else. Maybe yeah, good. It, it, it can't be yes movement. Maybe it's oh. like the yes mafia. I don't fucking know. It'll be something no, else. I like- it's so bad oh it's so bad it's good yeah (laughs) so ring of honor sent out an interesting tweet that a death before dishonor in philadelphia happened september uh i think it's september 12th or 13th i forget it's on it's on a sunday okay (laughs) one of them sundays (laughs) they tweeted out i think it's a 12th they tweeted out that two released uh, WWE talent that they haven't they didn't say WWE but they just released so you could you know figure yeah. out you know when they got released two professional wrestlers recently released from another organization will face off at hashtag ROHBDBD yeah <laughs> death before dishonor so I'm very I'm very curious to know is could it be a Buddy Murphy I don't think it'll be a Braun Strowman but maybe it's a Buddy Murphy maybe it's a Tony Nese maybe someone else that we're not thinking of Um, a our, lot our boys at the Royal Rambo are saying Nese versus Daivari 
So yeah, you know, uh, could be. It could be. So I'm very curious to see who they get. Because think about it, they could get someone that got released, right? But that doesn't mean they signed like a deal. It could be someone like Callisto. Like we we don't know who it could be. Cardona. I mean, listen, oh. he's doing some crazy stuff now. He like he's. But I feel like Cardona right now is doing so much good stuff. I don't think he needs like, stay Ring away of Honor. From Ring of Honor. No, I mean he could, especially with Chelsea Green. I, yeah. I think she's gonna be on the show too. Yeah. So it could be Cardona. He shows up with the GCW and then, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> Dress up as McMahon. Right, right, like he did before. Who knows? He's so it, good. <laughs> it could be Cardona. So I'm very interested to see who pops up in Ring of Honor. Who do you think it is? I think one of the guys is Tony Nese. You think his niece? One of the guys is Tony Nese. I can't think of who it else. Didn't I mean, Tony Nese used to play soccer? I don't know. That's your department, bro. One, this one That's guy. your department. <laughs> So so Devin I think it is Tony Nese. Hold especially on, Devin, especially seeing like all these released talents getting opportunities elsewhere. Do you, do you do you have an idea who it could be showing up at Ring of Honor? I have no idea. I mean, Buddy Murphy is definitely a contender. Right, right. Um, but honestly, I I didn't really pay attention to a lot of other people that got released. <laughs> do we have like a full list of everybody that got released? We had a list. I mean, you can look it up at Lucha Outsiders everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> It was just like, you know, the, the people got released from like the main roster and mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit. And then what they did to like Mickey James, like, you know, sending her shit in a garbage. No, bag. Leo, it's not going to be Lars Sullivan. <laughs> I'm just looking <laughs> at the list here. I, God, no. Oh, nobody no. wants to see Lars Sullivan. The big show? No. no. Steve Cutler? That's, no. I forgot about him. Andrade? Andrade is an AEW. Okay. Yeah. He could show up there though. Billy Kay? No. The Iconics? So this is outdated. Oh, Samoa Joe, Callisto. Yeah, they are. That's yeah, what, that's they what. they actually um they announced that their new name is going to be called the Inspiration. Double I. Who could be Tucker? Ain't nobody gives a shit about Tucker. Bro. Could be Tucker. Ain't nobody want to see Tucker? Tucker. No. Sorry. Bo Dallas. I'll be interested in Bo Dallas. I'll be interested in seeing Bo Dallas. Mojo Raleigh. No. Devin. <laughs> Mojo Raleigh. No. I mean, it could be. <laughs> No! <laughs> Vanessa Bourne. Listen, I'm a big fan of Vanessa Bourne. I, right, I'm so, let's show the people. There you go. She has a great yeah. look. I feel like she has superstar ring all over. I think they could do something with Vanessa Bourne. Uh, Skyler Story also got released. This Ezra Judge. He's with MLW, so it's not him. Okay, so it's not you, buddy. Alexander Wolf could be him. No! no? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Velveteen Dream, baby! No! Velveteen no! Dream! No! No! <laughs> Listen, Come on, Ring of Honor, make it no. happen. No, listen. If they was to listen, you want to talk about cancellation? They'll cancel Ring of Honor in a heartbeat. Uh, and you know Fandango. what? Fandango. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be upset seeing fan, a guy like Fandango or Tyler Breeze. But Santana Garrett, that's another one where they where? missed w, WWE missed there. a boat on. Hey, it could be. It could be two women. I it mean, could be two women. It could be two women. It doesn't necessarily have to be two guys. That's Tyler Breeze. True. That's true. Mm-hmm. I, I like Tyler Breeze. Why not? There's Tony Nese. Davari. Davari. August Gray. Oh, um, he, he's oh, hey, back in Samir the... Samir Singh. No. No? Okay, so no, what no. about the other guy? Sunil no. Singh. No? Kurt, Kurt Stallion, we're, no. We're no. going down the bottom here. <laughs> Killian Dane. I no? mean, he's talented. Why not? I mean, it's not going to be Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt's not showing up in Ring of Honor. <laughs> Ric Flair, no. baby. Ric no. Flair. 
Well, listen, if Rick, well, listen, Ric Flair showing up tonight in the NWA, so anything is possible. You know what? It could be Bobby Fish. It could be Bobby Fish. We're looking here at the list. Bobby Fish used to be a Ring of Honor guy. Why not? It could be Bobby Fish, Bobby Fish versus Buddy Murphy, Bobby Fish, Tony Nese. Oh, it could nice. be Bobby Fish. Could be Jake Atlas. Yeah, it could be Jake Atlas. Oh, it could be my guy, um, Alex Zane, Ari Sterling. He used to be in Ring of Honor. He did a couple matches there. Why not? No, it's not Kona Reeves. Nobody gives a shit about Kona Reeves. No. No? Okay, sorry. <laughs> Tyler Rust? Could be. No. I mean, the, the, there's a lot of talent, and there's a lot of bad talent. The, they got released. Oh, it could be my girl, Mercedes Martinez. I love Mercedes Martinez. Bro, it could be two girls. It could be two women. You're right. It could be two women. It might not even be guys. There you go. There you go. 53 people got re- 54. <laughs> We just went through 54 people that oh, could show up. Oh, my and God. And Ric Flair's at the top of my list. Well, there you go. <laughs> Devin. Flair shows up everywhere. <laughs> yeah, he really does. He really does. He's going to show up on a Saturday Listen, morning cartoon. Tri- tri- triple A didn't even pay him. He did that Did that show for free. So uh, Charlotte, uh, in a podcast that she was in, she was speaking about when she called Ric Flair, mm-hmm. right? And he goes, so this is Charlotte, right, talking to Rick. She goes, hey, Dad, what are you doing this weekend? He goes, nothing. She goes, you want to go to Mexico? He's like, yeah, sure. Let's go to Cancun. Let's go this. Let's go that. Then she goes, no, for you to, uh, I forget what she calls him, Andrade, like his real name, right? Poppy. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so she's like, oh, for you to walk him down. She said that even before they hung up the phone, he was already, yeah, well, we can get matching suits and I can get him a robe and we can do this. Like he already had everything planned out. Wow. <laughs> what he wanted to wear, Triple that's, A. That's cool. That's, so, that's really, really cool. Yeah. And she said that on a podcast. I forget which one it was. I saw like a little snippet of it. But again, so Ric Flair, I'm sorry to say this, but I think Ric Flair is going to die in the ring one day. I but he's going to die happy. He is going to die happy. You know, you're absolutely right. That <laughs> Ring of Honor. <laughs> <laughs> listen, Come listen. Rick Flair versus, I don't know, Tony Nese. Could be. No, that's no? not happening. <laughs> Leo, that's not happening. That's not happening. Devin, thank you so much for returning oh, this was fun. on the show. This was very, very fun. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, we can't wrap up the show. I have to ask this question it. to Devin. I'm sorry. Oh. Devin, what's your thoughts on Kenny Omega now? Because now he's being a heel. He's a champ. I have had a change of heart. Wow. No. Bomb. Bomb. Wow. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. How do you feel about Kenny Omega now? How do you feel about Kenny Omega? It's really like watching being the elite. Mm Mm-hmm. I've like. I've kind of like fallen in love with the game. <gasps> oh, wow. No. Yeah. Do we need to bring back the audio? <laughs> My God. Mama no. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. So you're a big Kenny Omega guy, a girl now. You're big into I mean, Kenny yeah. Omega. Like, I, I, I'm definitely a fan. You know, I, I like all the antics. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, the. Uh, the Nikes, like, you know, them talking about the sneakers. Right. And, like, him being kind of wacky. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it made me realize, like, okay, he's not such, like, a snarky dick. How do you <laughs> How do you feel about Kenny Omega's beard game? How do you feel about uh, his beard? I love it. I love the, like, Wow. The turnaround on Devin yeah. with Kenny Omega. That's, that's, I'm telling you, that's worth another bomb. <laughs> that's worth another bomb. Devin, 
for, for those that don't know, on previous episodes, Devin would cut these mean promos on Kenny Omega. It wasn't mean. It wasn't mean. She said what how, she felt. How Kenny Omega doesn't shower. No. He looks dirty. Well, but now he looks like he showers. Once every forty-five days. Now right, he right. now he looks like he showers. Oh my god! Don Callis, he's got some snazzy suits. <laughs> you know, he cleans up a bit. So you're big into. That so now. so you're big into Kenny Omega, the elite, the the whole group, the the shenanigans. You're into all that. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't love the young bucks like everybody <laughs> loves the young bucks. Right. But I think they're entertaining, like. I'm kind of upset that that they got rid of some of the Dark Order segments because mm-hmm. that's kind of like what I tuned in for. Right. Um, but I do love like the whole Space Jam basketball right. thing. When they do stuff like that, I'm like, this is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, so, well, it's yeah, I'm definitely I'm into it. That's that's great. That's good to hear that you had a change of heart, Leo. You brought you found something yeah. that you wanted to share so with a us. Cu- real a quick. couple of things. So the first one I found, by the way, I just went to the hashtag uh, Kenny Omega, uh, and I found a throwback picture of Jim Ross and uh, what's his name? I forget his name. Shivani. Shivani. Uh and Tony Shivani from like 1937. Tony Shivani still looks the same to me. Yeah, Ross too. Jim Ross too. Jim Ross too, but obviously you know um, Jim Ross has got had some health stuff, you know, with uh, what well, Bell's palsy. Yeah, stuff. and before we were talking about the NXT logo, that looks a lot better. That looks a thousand times better. So by the way, Devin, I don't think she can see it, but there's just the NXT logo, like we were speaking about before. They took out all the stuff inside. They took out the border, and now it's just yellow. And just yellow. That looks. That, that looks. That looks dope. That looks That's a thousand that times better. Takeover. That that should be the new NXT yeah. logo because you, you're keeping the same colors. I don't know. Yeah, but, I don't know. Well, <sighs> well, there you go, McMahon. Somebody else on the internet had a better idea than you did. Good, D- Devin. <laughs> Devin, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, it was a long-awaited return, but you finally made your return on the show. Uh, plug away, plug anything you want to, uh, you know, anything you're working on, anything you want to announce. Go ahead. Sure. So tomorrow, I'm actually doing a photo shoot. I'm going to be modeling and doing makeup with the 420 pinups. That's cool. Um, definitely check them out on social media. It's a bunch of awesome, beautiful, tattooed women that smoke weed. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Oh, there sorry. you go. You can't. Sorry. Listen. That's it. <laughs> can't go wrong with that. You can't go wrong with that at all. There you go. There you go. Give him my number. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. I'm also doing social media marketing and public relations. So if anybody needs any help with that. Um, my website is defined data by dollface, um, and I'll I'll leave it in in the comments. And well, whatnot. and we'll we'll put it on the post too. We'll put it in yeah. our in our uh, description of this of the boom baby fast fingers episode. We'll put all your uh, we'll put all your information <laughs> on there too. It's on there right now. People can go at it. Uh, defined by data dollface. It's all in there. We're gonna put the link in. Data by dollface. Data by dollface. Yeah, that's the one I have. I'm just I'm dyslexic. <laughs> okay, <good>. uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> You have all your stuff on there, and we're going to put it also in the description. So, mm-hmm. dale, Mari. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Always, Devin. You, I told you you have a home here, and we'll definitely get you back on with Ryan, which will be hilarious once Ryan's pew, back. Pew. Yeah. yeah pew, pew. Awesome. You definitely got to meet Ryan. Leo, <laughs> give me your plugs in. You guys can go ahead and share uh, bad stories about Tropicana Field. Um, <laughs> and then we could just get uh, we get Dream Match, and you guys can just go at it for like you know three hours. Um, <laughs> LosRadio.com. <laughs> just know if anybody is looking to... Um, 
to do a show or, or any type of show like we do here, that's what basically what we do at Los Radio. Uh, if anybody is doing uh, any kind of content and would like to join our network, you could just send me an email, info at losradio.com. And uh, we got some cool stuff coming up. So, uh, by the way, the inauguration of the studio, uh, September 18th. September 18th. There you go. We'll talk about it off air. No, no, just okay. tell everybody. Okay. Uh, Dale. All right. Uh, you can follow me at Rated R since 87. Make sure you follow us at Lucha Outsiders everywhere Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, also, check out w- uh, www.luchaoutsiders.com. Oh, yeah. We got that too. Sorry. We have that too. So, for those that don't have social media, Boom. if you live in, uh, you know, if you're just an old man like Leo and I have th- Facebook and doesn't have social media, you know, you can actually check out our, our posts, our opinions, our news at luchaoutsiders.com. Um, and you miss and the shop. Yeah, in the shop, you could buy a, buy a shirt, Boop, buy a baby. hat, you could buy whatever, whatever you want to buy. Like the the Paul Heyman uh, girl guy thing. There you go, Lucha yeah. Outsider Show. Yes. 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 Dale. <laughs> um, and if you miss anything or everything on today's episode, make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast version of the show. iTunes, SoundCloud, will be fancy Apple Podcasts. Tune in on Mesclab, Lowshare.com, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcast needs. Also, leave us a rating and review. Let us know if you like the show or if we piss you off, which yeah. we intend to do all the time and we enjoy pissing off the peckerheads. And that is it. You know, lately it hasn't been me. You know, they usually give us a bad review because of me. You know, if you want to say something bad about Cause, Leo. Because you know what it is, Leo? You finally found your niche on this show. Yeah, just where... stay quiet. And just no, no, <laughs> it's not. It's not that you stay quiet. You've kind of become like that producer role, like making sure like the camera's good, of course. making sure the audio levels is all right, and you'll jump in here and there, and then me and Ryan just ramble and piss people off. There you go. That's kind of what the show has become. I'm okay with that. I told you that from the beginning. There you go. Well, thank you, Devin. That means a lot. Thank you. That means a lot to us, because... Unfortunately, not everyone has an open mind, and people just look at one direction, and then they just, oh. they just think that, you know, because we have an opinion. We're that just... was a good group. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we need to get Devin and Ryan together on the show. We, well, need, to, we need to make this happen. Lucha need... Mafia, bro. Because I feel like Ryan would get a kick yeah. on, on Devin's, like, love-hate relationship on Kenny Omega. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what you do, right? You just say Kenny Omega, and we just sit back. Yeah, right? Or Tropicana Field and just step back. Like <laughs> oh, Ryan. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Kenny Omega, but Ryan's a big fan of Kenny Omega. Big oh, fan. Really? Yeah, yeah. So just kind of hearing your like opinions over, like I guess, the last year of Kenny Omega, I feel like Ryan would get a kick out of it. I'll have to make some notes. It's fun. You know, it's funny because I was... Um, I don't, know, I don't know if I messaged you this, but I think I did tell you or I wanted to tell you that Ryan was actually out there for WrestleMania also yeah, when he, he was, was out there. Oh, yeah. Let's go. All right. For Devin Dolphy. Yeah. For the old man Leo. That's me. For Ryan Radar. That's not here. He's not here. I'm yours truly, (laughs) Mr. Rated R. Until next time, keep it Rated R and stay too sweet. Goodbye. And good night. Bang.